Hello everyone, my name is Jinjos, and welcome to my Pokemon anime review series. Last episode, Ash faced off against Lieutenant Surge, the Vermilion City Gym Leader. After suffering a major defeat, Ash faced a tough decision to evolve as Pikachu or not. Pikachu refused, believing that together they could defeat Lieutenant Surge, and still remain to who he truly was. After developing a new strategy, Ash defeats Lieutenant Surge and earned himself a Thunder Badge. Today we are going to be discussing Season 1, Episode 15, Battle Aboard the St. Anne, the first part in a trilogy of episodes where the trio board a luxury cruise ship that is not what it seems. Before diving into the episode though, our Who's That Pokemon for this episode is Raticate, a large rodent-like Pokemon that when attacked will stand on its hind legs, baring its fangs, and emitting a shriek in order to intimidate his enemies. It is willing to take on larger foes if provoked, and the constant growth of its front two teeth leads it to nod on rocks and logs. Its whiskers are used to maintain balance, and if they are cut off, it will walk slower and more cautiously. You will typically find Raticates living in the plains and savannas. Its Pokemon Yellow Pokedex entry reads, Its hind feet are webbed. They act as flippers so it can swim in rivers and hunt for prey. A fun fact about Raticate, it is the only Pokemon that shares its national Pokedex number of 20 with the level at which it evolves from its pre-evolved form. Jumping into the episode, Ash is admiring his new Thunder Badge, and I gotta say, Misty has a genuine smile, and I think that Misty and Brock are genuinely proud of him, like the good friends they are. As they cross over a bridge, the beautiful St. Anne cruise ship comes into view, and while they fantasize of relaxing and eating gourmet food, Brock brings up the fact that they don't have any money. As they slink off, bummed out, Team Rocket is disguised in some way, and they show up and hand out free tickets to the trio. I believe this is also the first instance of James cross-dressing, something that we will see many times in the future. Team Rocket skips off, saying they need to go on a date with their boyfriends, and the trio is in disbelief, but excited. We cut to Team Rocket, who are in their super-secret lighthouse hideaway, where Meowth is putting a call into the boss. We are introduced to the leader of Team Rocket for the first time, though he does sit in the shadows and speaks with a voice scrambler. He does the typical, I have an evil cat because I'm a bad guy routine, and man does Meowth get jealous at this, even sad. Shockingly, it turns out that Giovanni has put Jesse and James in charge of a scheme to gather a bunch of Pokemon trainers onto the St. Anne and plan to steal all the Pokemon. Back to the trio, they board the ship and see a huge Pokemon convention going on with trainers comparing their Pokemon, vendors selling some awesome Pokemon merchandise, and friendly Pokemon battles to which Ash quickly goes to watch. A gentleman in a top hat defeats a Starmie with his Raticate. Once again, Starmie not getting the representation it deserves on how amazing of a Pokemon it is. Ash is fired up and goes in to take on this Raticate using his Butterfree. While Misty is concerned that the matchup is against Butterfree, Brock is quick to say it's actually a pretty fair matchup and should lead to a good battle. Though the top hat man really puts a damper on the battle by picking up the, his Raticate after it was stun spored, it simply states that eh, the match is over and we're just going to call it a draw. What a pansy, am I right? We turn back to Team Rocket, who has entered the convention and begin to dream of all the Pokemon they're going to capture. James wanders off and gets wrangled in by one of the Pokemon vendors, who convinces James to purchase Magikarp, a veritable Pokemon gold mine due to how many eggs it lays, which can all be sold individually until he has billions and billions of dollars. James enthusiastically accepts this offer, and while his financial decisions are not sound, his luck sure is, as this Magikarp will play a crucial role in the episodes to come. Moving back into the trio, we get one of my favorite scenes where the trio is just absolutely stuffing their faces with food, and with the motion sped up, it's quite a humorous moment. The gentleman in the top hat comes to chat with Ash and ends up bringing up the idea of trading his Raticate for Ash's Butterfree. I definitely feel like this guy really pressured Ash into this. He really glorifies this by saying that it's really common practice, it strengthens Pokemon's trainer's friendship, and so on and so on. 
Brock isn't any help when Ash asks him for advice, as he is absolutely smitten by the gentleman's lady friend. Ash ends up accepting, but he is really hesitant the whole time. Ash quickly regrets his decision, voicing his concerns to Misty that he simply did it because the guy loved trading so much and that he didn't even think about it. After Jesse and Meowth beat it into James that he was scammed, Team Rocket's scheme is enacted by Giovanni, who turns on the cameras in his master control center, and other members of Team Rocket rip off their waiter and waitress uniforms and trap the trainers in the main hall. Jesse and James start their model, but James is really not in the mood, sighing the whole time and slumped over after realizing he was scammed. Probably one of the most humorous Team Rocket models I've ever heard. The Team Rocket grunts move in, all wearing backpacks that are used to suck up all the Pokeballs the trainers are holding, which seemed like a pretty flimsy plan. I mean, it seems to be working, but I feel like they had to run a couple field tests or something. It's also weird, because in the next scene, the grunts are just walking up to people and demanding that they hand them their Pokeballs. Ash and the crew aren't about to just hand over their Pokemon, and the assault begins. We go through a sequence where a group of Pokemon begin to attack Team Rocket altogether. Pidgeotto, Charmander, Bulbasaur, and even Pikachu, to which a clip is shown of a bunch of Pikachu jumping over the ledge, which is actually a reused clip from Season 1, Episode 2, when a bunch of Pikachu get together to attack Team Rocket. Though during the battle, Ash sends out Butterfree, only to throw in Raticate, and this solidifies the fact that his choice to trade his Butterfree was a mistake. I could practically hear myself as a preteen saying, duh, when this scene happened when it first aired. They successfully blast the Team Rocket grunts off of the boat, but the heat of the battle distracted them and a dark storm is coming in, rocking the boat and stressing out the passengers. While the boat is getting tossed around and the captain ends up abandoning ship, Ash and the gentlemen end up trading Butterfree and Raticate back. Team Rocket and the trio end up chasing after their own respective Pokeballs while the ship goes under, knocking them both off. The captain does a head count, asking them if anyone present didn't get off the ship. The ship slowly sinks upside down towards the bottom of the ocean, and we are left on that ominous note. A little more serious of an end to an episode than we're used to, and that just means you'll have to check back in next week for Season 1, Episode 16, Pokemon Shipwreck, where the trio and Team Rocket will have to find a way to get off the ship and to the surface safely. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. I'll see you next week, and I hope you have a wonderful day.